Luke Campbell versus Yvonne Mendy. Number two, fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. Before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind everybody, follow me on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor.fm. And of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash FightJunkie2006. So we have Mindy and Campbell going at it again. As I mentioned, they had previously fought back in 2015. And that was a close split decision win for Mindy. Currently, Mindy is 40 wins, 4 losses, 1 draw with 19 KOs. Campbell will be 18 wins, 2 losses with 15 KOs. So what happened in the first fight? Well, basically, it was a competitive fight. Um, Mindy handed Campbell his first loss. He basically was a technically sound, defensively sound opponent. And even though Luke did everything basically right, he just met a guy who did everything he was supposed to do as well. And they had a lot of close rounds. Mindy ended up dropping Campbell in the fifth round. As I said, Campbell's pretty technically sound as a southpaw. He moves to his right most of the time, which is correct. If you want your opponent to hit you with something, it should be the hook, not the right hand. In this case, Mindy got his left hook there before Campbell got his right hook, and he went down. It was a legitimate knockdown. Campbell didn't seem to be extremely hurt by it. He got up, and they ended up going the distance, and again, it was a close fight, a split decision win for Mindy. Some people said they thought Mindy deserved the UD. There were a lot of close rounds there where not a lot was going on. Both were doing good things, but not anything overwhelming that could say, oh, that was definitely that guy's round. So I won't argue too much with the split decision. I think that was okay, and I think they got it right. I do believe Mindy deserved to win. So what does Mindy bring to the table? Well, Mindy is technically sound. As I mentioned, he comes behind the um, the jab aggressively. He's more of a aggressive type of fighter. He likes to push the pace, but he does it uh, defensively soundly. He makes sure his hands are in good position. He's not usually out of position after he throws his punches. And I can see why he has the record he does. Now, granted, it hasn't been on the world stage like Campbell has showed recently in his fight with Linares. But you can see when a fighter has good technical skills. And I believe that Mindy fits that bill. Again, he is aggressive, but he does it responsibly. He usually comes behind the jab. Uh, Campbell did have success using his own jab and moving away, and I think that's what we're going to see in the rematch. That's Campbell's style. He did the same thing against Jorge Linares, and I wouldn't expect it to change at all. In all honesty, I believe Campbell fights basically the same now as he did three years ago when these guys fought. And of course, Mindy is set in his ways, and he pretty much fights the exact same way as well. So I think we could have like a repeat of the first fight. Again, Mindy isn't a big puncher. He uh, he only has 19 KOs in those 40 wins. That's not big power, but he just happened to catch Luke in the right spot. And again, Luke wasn't out on his feet or anything like that. It was more of a 
just the perfect timing punch. And so he went down. I won't put too much stock into that. I believe Mindy probably could drop him again. Of course, he did it the first time. But I think it would be more of a timing shot. I don't think it's necessarily double shock power that Campbell's never felt before. In my opinion, Jorge Linares is a far bigger puncher than Mindy is. Um, again, Mindy has a lot of experience. He's never been stopped in 45 fights, so he has a good chin. He uses that experience to come forward and try to break his opponents down. Again, Campbell did have success when he was able to box, but at times when he allowed Mindy to close the distance, then he had issues with him. Uh, obviously, Campbell is a southpaw. I mentioned that he does do things right as far as the southpaw is concerned. He doesn't move into the right hand too much, and I think that's a good thing. The only problem in this matchup is Campbell has shown that sometimes he leaves himself open for that left hook, and Mindy already knows he's going to have to be throwing that thing nonstop since Campbell always moves to his right. Campbell has 15 KOs and 18 wins, but generally he likes to move and counter. I didn't see anything really dangerous from him in the Linares fight. I didn't really see a lot of danger from him in the Mindy fight. I think he has adequate power, but then we're talking about level of competition as well, where he scored those KOs. But overall, stylistically, he likes to box. His only two losses are by split decision. Again, that's to Linares. And that's to Mindy. I believe he lost both of those fights. A lot of people I heard were saying that he they thought that he beat Linares. I didn't see that at all. In fact, I think you could have said he lost AUD to Linares. Um, his style. Well, as we mentioned, he has that boxer counterpuncher style. But more than that, you can see with his two losses being split decisions, regardless if you think they were UD or not. The fact of the matter is his style produces close rounds and close scorecards. So that's a good thing when you're backing him. And that can be trouble when you're fading him. Because obviously he is competitive enough in these rounds that judges can see it going either way. And over 10 and 12 rounds, that's a lot of rounds. And that's how you're getting into these split decisions because all it usually takes is for a judge to go oh I thought he could have done this in that round and that in this round and that's where you get those split decision scores again usually it's 15-13 for one way and then 15-13 for the other way so you're not talking about a whole bunch of rounds that have to be flopped world-class comp well he fought Linares Mindy hasn't come close to that and I mentioned that earlier Mindy's not too happy with that um, he believes that Campbell got a shot at the title that he should have never had. He beat Campbell, and then Campbell went on to fight Linares. He feels like he's kind of being sheltered out, like he's kind of being put out in the cold simply because he's from France, and France doesn't have a big boxing community, and so basically nobody's paying attention to him, even though he just keeps on winning and beat Luke as well. As far as the competition, even the world-class comp, when you throw that out, I lean towards Campbell a bit more, having faced the better people. But like I said, I don't put too much stock into that simply because I believe Mindy has the skills to hang with Campbell. I think he showed that before. And unless you believe that there's a big gap now between them in the next three years that happened, and the previous three years, excuse me, that happened, then you could make a case, well, Campbell has improved and Mindy hasn't. But when I look at this fight and you look at their styles and you look at how they fought in the first fight and how they've recently fought, 
I think the styles basically match up the same. I don't believe that Campbell's made leaps and bounds since that fight three years ago. And I don't believe like Mindy has faded or lost a step or anything like that since those three years. I basically think they're the same type of fighters that they were. Now, let's talk about the odds real quick. Campbell is coming in at minus 410 favorite. And Mindy, a plus 330 underdog. That's a straight line. That line opened by the books at minus 390. So that means that the books opened Campbell at minus 390 favorite. And the public started betting Campbell. And they've put him to minus 410 currently. Over under 9.5. The over is minus 410. The under, plus 290. Obviously, that's very high. They're expecting this fight to go to a decision, and I can't argue with that. I don't really like the minus 410 line. That's pretty high. Um, I do expect it probably to go to the cards, but again, uh, Campbell was dropped in that fifth round. I don't really think Mindy is that type of puncher, but in boxing, you never know. And he did, he was able to time Campbell. So it's not out of the possibility that he could time him again and put him down. And anytime a fighter goes down, anything could happen. We don't know how the punch landed, if it, you know, knocked his equilibrium off. There's a lot of things that could happen. The 410 will probably hit. I will say that now. The over nine and a half, but I think that's a pretty high line. Um, then we go to the props for each fighter. A draw is 25, 22 to 1. Campbell wins by decision is minus 137. Mindy wins by decision is plus 450. Campbell wins KO TKO is plus 250. Mindy wins KO TKO is 9 to 1. So you can see right here again, that's pretty much in line with the over-under being favored. They expect Campbell to win a decision. I believe uh, Mindy wins by decision should be lower. So like 450 is fine. His KO should be higher. It's nine. That's fine. Uh, the odds of him knocking out Campbell is probably slim to none. Again, he did drop him, but it was nothing major. Campbell by K KO to KO at 250. That's probably right as well. I don't I don't think he's going to be dropping bombs on Mindy. Like I said, Mindy is very defensively sound, and I think that he's able to pick off a lot of the shots that Campbell throws. And again, Campbell is more of a boxer counterpuncher to me. So what do we see when we look at these lines? Well, I think the line is too high, to be honest with you. Based off the first fight, based off their styles, based off the pros and cons of what they bring, to the ring, I believe that Campbell's opening line was too high, and I believe it's certainly too high now at minus 410. I actually believe Mindy is going to give him hell, just like he did the first fight. Their styles match up this way. Um, Mindy has the ability to walk Campbell down, so that means Campbell has to continuously box and move, and then you get into do judges like the fighter that's coming forward, or do judges like the fighter that is counterpunching and more volume, and I think that's how this fight could play out again. In the first fight, Campbell did seem to have a little more volume on his shots. He seemed to be throwing more, where Mindy was looking for the bigger blows, and of course he had to 
close the distance. So every time you have to close the distance, it allows your opponent the opportunity to get off some volume, especially if you're talking about a, a high class quality fighter. They're able to get off volume and usually make that distance where you have to keep closing it. So you never get off three, four, five, six punches where they can do that to you as you're coming in. So they'll fire rat-a-tat-tat and then create distance and then rat-a-tat-tat and create distance. And so when you come in during the rat-a-tat-tat phase, you'll land a shot here, there, pa pa, and then distance is created and you have to do it all over again. So that's why a lot of times when you have aggressive fighter versus a boxer counter puncher, you get all these varying opinions of scoring because people are looking at things from different perspectives. Now, Location, location, location. Again, the first fight was a split decision. This fight is in Wembley Stadium. Could there be controversy? I can't count that out. I really can't. If you're backing Mindy, it would worry me, honestly, simply because the style of Campbell produces those close rounds. And when you produce close rounds, it's very, very easy to make a case to give the rounds to the home fighter. And Mindy is certainly not the home fighter here. He barely scraped out the win in the first fight. Um, Campbell is coming off a split decision against Linares. Again, another quote-unquote close fight. So what does Mindy have going for him that Campbell don't? I definitely would say Campbell is the A-side here. He gets a chance to avenge his loss. He's coming off of his world title loss that a lot of people said he did really well in. So he's definitely the A-side here. If you're back in Mindy, I'd worry about it. I believe there's a lot of value in Mindy, even if, with the location, location, location. But I do think it's a concern because you only need one of those cards right off the bat to be biased towards Campbell and you're already in trouble. Now you need two legit cards and, of course, Mindy actually winning the fight. And, again, I'm not going to say robbery and everything like we talked about in the Triple G Canelo fights. Sometimes you have close fights and it doesn't go your way. That could be the case here. It could be another close fight and Campbell gets the win. If that happens, I would have to look at it and see if I really thought Mindy won, if I could make a case for Campbell. Like I said, with Campbell's style, if you can make a case for him, then you really can't bitch and moan about it. And that's the problem when you have the visiting fighter, the B-side as well, fighting a guy who's coming off a world title fight and people expect big things from still, again, two split decision losses. This could come back to bite in the butt if you take Mindy. But stylistically, the way they fight, the way they match up their skills, I believe Mindy, as a pretty big underdog, has a legit shot to upset Luke Campbell again. I really do. Now, can I recommend a play on Mindy? I think I can. But it's with the caveat of location, location, location. If you're thinking the same way I'm thinking, you have to factor in the location because there is a chance something shady could happen, but there's also a chance that Mindy could just lose a very close fight where if this fight was in France or somewhere neutral, who knows what could happen? It could be a draw. Maybe Mindy gets the decision in France, where Campbell gets it in Wembley. Something like that, where we're talking another 7-5, 115, 113, a 114, 114 type of fight. So that's what I can see. I can envision that type of fight, because I don't believe Mindy dominated so many rounds that you could say he won wide. 
Now, you could say he won, but I don't think you could say he won wide. And so even if we're saying we like Mindy, we like the value at plus 330 on him straight, or if you want to even go for a little bit higher, you don't believe that he's going to be able to uh, knock Campbell down and knock him out and stop him. You can get that 450. Mindy wins by decision. That's another beautiful line in what I believe is going to be a very close competitive fight. Now, I always try to give two sides. On the flip side, if you're taking the A side, you're only laying minus 137 on Campbell wins by decision. He's minus 410 straight. I don't think necessarily you even need to look at the 410 straight. I think Campbell, if he wins, it's going to be by probably a close decision. Maybe a disputed or quote-unquote controversial decision. But who cares? If you're on Campbell and he wins, and he wins that way, you've only laid minus 137. That's a very nice return on a guy who's coming off a world title shot. Like I said, has only lost two fights in their split decision. And he's the A-side, and he's got the home court advantage. So I can't argue with anybody who says there's just too many things in favor of Campbell there. I'm going to go ahead and take the minus 137. That would be a totally perfect and reasonable uh, analysis and bet. Now, the one caveat to this that you have to maybe factor in, and we won't know until they actually fight, is if Campbell comes in flat. Now, you may be asking yourself, why would he come in flat? Well, he's coming off a world title fight, a fight he believes he won. And now, on paper, he's coming back against lesser competition. Sometimes that can mess with your mind. The one thing he does have going for him is that he lost to Mindy previous. So maybe he has a edge about, I want to get this loss back. I want to get revenge on Mindy for giving me my first loss. If he has that, then he's going to work hard and he's going to be mentally right. If he doesn't and he feels it's a letdown that he has to go from Lonaris, a fight he thought he won, remember, to Mindy, then maybe there's some lingering effect there and that could affect him during the fight. Again, we won't know for sure until he gets in the ring, but if that is the case and he's not mentally there, then he's going to be in for an even rougher night because I believe even if he is there mentally, even if he is there technically and he's got everything in the package where it needs to be, that Mindy just presents a very tough style for him. I believe they're always going to fight that way. I believe they're always going to have very close fights. And that's why I can make a case for Mindy at plus 330 straight. Or even if you want to go Mindy by decision at plus 450, I believe that's something that you could do. It's, again, a reasonable bet. It's a reasonable analysis that this fight is going to be another close fight and somebody's going to nick it on the scorecards. Which side you like? Let me know. Hit me up on social media. Leave a comment on YouTube. Let me know what you're playing in this fight. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.